Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 250. And because it's 250, such a great round number, I wanted to do something a little bit different and special today. Here we are in the middle of the Christmas season, and we all have Christmas songs that we love. We all have Christmas songs that we don't love. Today, I want to share with you a Christmas song that I did not love until I found out what it meant. Uh, I want to share with you the 12 days of Christmas. You may love this song. You may hate this song. I don't know. But I want to share with you what each of the 12 days of Christmas stand for. And maybe it will change your mind if you don't like this song From the beginning, when I heard this song the first time, I thought, man, this thing is repetitive and this is exhausting. But I found out what it meant and it really changed my perspective. And now I love to hear it. So I want to just share with you what this song means. First off, we know that there's 12 days of Christmas. Those 12 days each stand for something. And each of those items in those 12 days mean something. The song says, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Now, first off, the true love is God himself. We know God is love. God loves us. And so he gives us these gifts on these days. So here's what the song means. My true love God gave to me the first day, a partridge in a pear tree. The partridge in a pear tree stands for Jesus. Jesus is the symbol of the partridge in the pear tree. The reason that Jesus is symbolically presented as a mother partridge is because the partridge is the only bird that will die to protect its young. So the mother partridge bird will die for its children. And if you realize that first day of Christmas, that line is the only one that's repeated in every single stanza. That line is always spoken. Our true love gave to us a partridge in a pear tree, Jesus who will die for us. It is repeated over and over again. The anchor of our faith is the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. Then it says in the second day of Christmas, my true love God gave to me two turtle doves. Two turtle doves stand for the Old and New Testaments. The Old and New Testaments are pictured as doves because doves are a biblical roadmap available to everyone. That's what a dove symbolizes. As we can understand that kind of the takeaway for the singers in the song is that there is nothing to guide a life other than the Bible. Then we see on the third day of Christmas, our true love gave to us three French hens. Now, there's two different understandings as to what the three French hens could be. Uh, The first is faith, hope, and love, or the second is the gifts of the Magi. But I believe that these birds represent faith, hope, and love found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It's really what the church should exercise the most. Then we see the four calling birds. Those four calling birds are the four gospels. The Gospels are the testimony of Jesus' life on earth. And so these birds are calling out, they are telling the story of Jesus. Then, of course, the loudest day of Christmas, the five gold rings, uh, we know as the Torah, or the first five books of the Old Testament. The first five books are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, where the foundation of our faith begins. And then we see on day six, the sixth day of Christmas, we see six geese (laughs) a-laying. And six geese a-laying stand for the creation account. Six is the biblical number for mankind. And the eggs represent each day when the world was hatched or formed 
by God. That's what the six geese a laying stand for. And so when you hear six geese a laying, you know that's the creation account itself. Then when it says seven swans a swimming, that seventh day of Christmas stand for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There's prophecy, there's ministry, there's teaching, there's exhortation, there's giving, there's leading, and there's compassion. And swans are the most beautiful and graceful creatures on earth. And so they are the symbol for spiritual gifts because whenever you are walking in the Spirit of God, your life begins to move as easily as a swan on the water. It is just this beautiful poetry in motion. So on the seventh day of Christmas, God gave us the gifts of the Holy Spirit is what this song reminds us of. Then we go to the eighth day of Christmas. The eighth day of Christmas is the eight maids a-milking. Maids uh, in this day and age had the lowest job ever. They were serving in a way that nobody else would see. And so as we think of that, we realize that the Beatitudes are eight characteristics that are low, right? So it's the poor in spirit, those who mourn, the meek, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, and those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. That's eight lowly characteristics that we know that Jesus won't overlook. So when we think about the eighth day of Christmas, we think about those beatitudes of those beautiful poetic terms that Jesus says, I love these. Blessed are these people. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn the meek, those Blessed are those people. Then we see on the ninth day of Christmas, our true love gives to us the nine ladies dancing. These nine ladies dancing stand for the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The dancing ladies, the fruit of the Spirit being the ladies and the dancing, showing the joy of serving Jesus within the Spirit of God. And so we see that on the ninth day of Christmas. The tenth day of Christmas, our true love gives to us ten lords a-leaping. That's the Ten Commandments. We see that in the Scripture. The lords a-leaping stand for lords or judges. And so we know that there are ten of those And so we know that there are 10 commandments. And what those 10 commandments do is they give us freedom, freedom to leap. They are not pressing us down. They're lifting us up. They're laws of liberty so that when we follow them, we have a life without guilt and shame. It's a beautiful, beautiful picture. Then on that 11th day of Christmas, our true love gives to us 11 pipers piping. This stands for the 11 faithful disciples who carried out the mission of Jesus. The thing we can think about is in Hebrews chapter 12, when it says that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Those 11 disciples were great men who led the church, the early church, to begin a mission to reach the world. And then we see on the 12th day of Christmas, our true love gives to us the 12 drummers drumming. Now this is where it's not so much of a place in scripture as it is the 12 points of doctrine in the Apostles' Creed. This Apostles' Creed was, I believe, in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell on the third day, rose again from the grave. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence... 
He shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, and the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. That's the Apostles' Creed, and there's 12 points of doctrine within that. And the reason that was written in the Catholic Church, the reason this song was written, so that they could continually be reminded that we find our hope within the words and pages of Scripture. The reason there's 12 drummers drumming, by the way, is drummers drumming give us a rhythm to march to. It's a daily walk thing. So this Apostles' Creed, the church was using over and over and over again to make a part of their daily walk. So today I wanted you to hear the 12 days of Christmas. I don't know if this changes your view of the song, but I think it's a pretty cool thing to see how spiritual this song really is and how much it reminds us of who Christ is, who our true love is, and how everything he gives us is good for us. This song is saturated in the scripture. We go from the person of Jesus, the Old and New Testaments, faith, hope, and love, the gospel accounts, the first five books of the Old Testament, the creation account, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the Beatitudes, the fruit of the Spirit, the Ten Commandments, the faithful disciples, and then we see the 12 points of doctrine in the Apostles' Creed. I hope today when you hear that song, maybe it'll bring a smile to your face as you think over and over and over again, every single time we sing through the song, we always mention the partridge in a pear tree, that Jesus is represented as that mother partridge that is the only bird in history that we know of that will die to protect its young. Our true love has given us truly great gifts.